11 minutes past 2 o'clock. You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, I'd like to welcome back uh, on the program the one and the only, well, maybe not the one and the only, but to me, the one and the only, Andrew Dembina, our food and drink <laughs> reporter. I haven't met another Andrew Dembina, so as far as I'm concerned, you are the one and the only. That's right. How well, hello. I- yeah. Hi, Noreen. I am the only Andrew Dembina that I've come across in my. Uh, well, I'm not going to say how many years, but um, so so yeah. I don't. I don't think there are others. I think I'm okay with uh, being the one and only. It's That's a bit good. bigged up, but uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, what have you got for our listeners uh, this week, Andrew? Well, we haven't talked about people getting hands-on experience for some time, for a very long time. And it's all very well looking at what's around in Hong Kong. But I think these days, even though we've probably got one of the most buoyant times for, for cafes, for sure, craft brews that we've talked about, yes, loads of those around. Restaurants are endlessly changing all the time because of, uh, you know, overinflated prices, making it a challenge to stay open. We've covered all these things, but I think that people today are sometimes, I know that there's a small home um, sort of challenge in doing this. But I think people are more relaxed about having people who aren't their immediate family to eat in their home or sometimes with their own family or or friends that they want to be able to know how to make something half decent because it's quite chilled out having friends or family over and being able to make something that's half decent rather than getting a takeaway. And people can see... Yes, yeah, I mean... Absolutely. Yeah, do you ever do that, Noreen? Uh, yeah, I do. I love having friends over, but I'm—I I mean, I'm not the best cook. But there are a few sort of go-to dishes oh. that I can create yeah, I gonna... simply. And such they, as? they enjoy, such as um, I quite like making cottage pie. Um, I'm quite really, good, yeah, and Japanese spaghetti. So it's spaghetti with some um, with some fish roe, and then with a special mm. sauce. But I can't reveal that because you know you'll have. Is to, that your secret? It's the Chef's se- secret. I'm not proud. <laughs> no, actually, okay. I'll tell you what it is. I'll go on. I'll tell the rest of the listeners as well. Um, it's the Come Jap- on, it, You know, it's that Japanese mayonnaise. That you that yeah. the, the, the um I, I don't want to say which brand it is but it's a Japanese with wasabi and uh, no wasabi it's just the, okay. the 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 one in the plastic bottle yep. with the red cap so mm. without giving mm-hmm. too much away but that combination with some crab meat and some sliced cucumber as well and you sprinkle seaweed on top and you oh, can serve it uh, cold that sounds really good yeah it is I was going to say is that cold right okay I mean you could use you could use noodles then, as well as spaghetti, right? I mean, noodles—you uh, know—spaghetti is a form of noodle, but but you could you could also use those kind of buckwheat noodles that uh, the um, soba you know, noodles. Soba noodles. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never really tried that, but there. Um, I guess it's kind of like the the fish roe spaghetti that you get at Japanese restaurants or mm. or at um, faux Japanese restaurants. But yeah, I haven't tried it with soba noodles, but that's a good idea. Maybe I should try Yeah, it. we used to have that at home. Yeah, I used to also have that. Um, it was something that uh, my wife made rather than me. Hasn't made it for years. But, um, sorry, you but mean for also, years? Uh, indeed, sorry, slipped there for years. It's, um, it, it, but you can also do a nice version with chicken, also with mayonnaise uh, um, and a little bit of garlic, oh, just nice. FYI, and, 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 and cucumber as well. 
Uh, you wouldn't give that the kind of sprinkle of seaweed because it'd be a bit weird with the chicken, I think. But <laughs> but um, <laughs> but but just um, that's that's one that I used to have a lot. And the weather is just right for these cold noodle dishes, aren't they? Exactly. Anyway, Noreen. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Off the topic. Really. Well. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, because I just wanted to mention a few places which are really worth knowing about um, that cover a lot of ground when it comes to learning to cook a dish. And um, I mean, there's one that years ago when we have mentioned this before, it gets better and better. But probably the most comprehensive cooking workshop space in Hong Kong is the Town Gas Cooking Centre. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I've heard of them, but I've yeah. never been before. Oh, I have, and they do really, really great courses, and they're all bilingual. It's fantastic. They have um, a mixture, more Hong Kong Chinese uh, chefs or workshop leaders um, than uh, the non-Chinese, but they do cover these. These are all people who have a culinary background, all certified instructors and good and good chefs that um, that cook both Chinese uh, and a few Asian. Uh, like Southeast Asian and particularly Thai dishes and Western styles. And you can go for really basic uh, courses to more intricate ones. A lot of it, probably because it's, you know, town gas cooking centre, a lot of it is wok fried. Um, but it's not It's not also. Some of it is steamed cooking. Um, so some, from simple steamed, uh, say, chicken and fish and other, you know, real basic stuff to, to know how to get it just right in a, in a real more restaurant or chef uh, attention to detail than domestic cooking is done to, more, to the more intricate dim sum and pastry cooking. This is, you know, just talking about the, the Chinese stuff. Also on the Chinese side, they use a Hong Kong TV chef, Annie Wong, who's on uh, one of the Chinese channels, uh, but, but does a bilingual um, course as, the, as they will do. Um, and she produces items uh, baked items as well, but using a wok, which is interesting, to make uh, things such as pineapple buns wow. and other local, yeah. So and and also um, uh, Cantonese uh, roast duck, among others. Um, and there are also just to mention there are parents and kids classes, so it's a good thing to consider. And there and there are plenty of them through the summer holidays so you can actually join there's a six-year-old age limit i believe um but um so probably a bit uh, a bit of time to wait for you noreen yet just yet <laughs> should you be concerned <laughs> but, uh, but um there are there are lots of different ones with more simple dishes such as making sushi and making a bento box in a nice presentation cute things for parents and kids to do um, so uh, and, uh, other ones are making muffins, that's parents and kids, and uh, sausage rolls, things like that. So simple dishes. The uh, the Western ones goes into more um, serious pastry courses for um, for people that can actually get certified and get uh, and get a certification from a French-based institute called the Culinaire. Disciple Escoffier, which is based on the uh, there's one of the kind of founding chefs of French cuisine who was called Escoffier. It's based on some of his really traditional recipes and methods of cooking, and and there are a number of adults who take their cooking seriously, or maybe even want to go into the restaurant industry that go there to learn these uh, Escoffier courses and uh, get a certification at the end of it. 
which is uh, authorized by the uh, the Institute in France. So there are there are you know teachers that are certified by that institute here in Hong Kong. That's if you want to go a bit more serious. That's if awesome. Want... I'm on the website at the moment looking at their courses, yeah. towngascooking.com yeah. forward slash en for English forward slash course. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Look at, if you look at those Escoffier ones, those are, those are for people that either want to be the best dinner party host or hostess ever or um, people who want to go into the restaurant trade because it's something like uh, – like nearly approaching 500 hours of, uh, of 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 coursework that's given over whatever the period of time is, and uh, and you come out presenting dishes that look very much restaurant standard. So that's that that's one to know. But that's the high end of it. The other stuff is far more casual, and it's kind of no you know no pressure. And, uh, and just a matter of two to three hours for a workshop. I want to do the dim sum course. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks very cool, doesn't it? Yeah. And there, and there are also there are also some really great um, uh, Chinese pastry courses as well, which are which are quite interesting. Talking of pastry, let's go on to the next one, if I may, which is um, which is very much a focus on baking, and that's that is the mixing bowl in Sheng Wan. Um, and its specialty there um, is bread, cake, and other pastry items. But it does sometimes, or it does also offer um, some simple dinner planning, such as main course and dessert. So you could do your own little dinner party, making a main and a dessert. Um, it's um, it, it's a place that I have actually uh, attended with a bunch of people before. A really fun social thing to do. And um, it's uh, it's it's a it's a very uh, large open plan space with uh, with with clear instruction, and again it's bilingual. And uh, I did have this memorable visit where we learned how to make a whole meal, um, which was uh, rather than going just on the bakery items. If you do want to do just baking, which you can learn within three hours, um, if you you know making sure that you note everything as you go along. There are plenty to choose from, including sourdough bread, bagel, scones, cinnamon buns, German pretzels, and they look really authentic. I mean, I know from the one workshop that I did, which was more of a dinner one, that um, that it was it's quite a proud feeling when you make those. Uh, when you try to recreate it at home, you just have to maybe do it more than once <laughs> to get it up. And also, you're not going to have the gear. Excuse me, you're not going to have the, the, the necessary the gear. Yeah to um, to get it right up to scratch that you may have used while you were there. Um, excuse me one second. <coughs> Just had to clear my voice there, Noreen. It happens. If you, uh, radio, yes. <laughs> I know. I couldn't do anything about it. I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to speak to you. Um, on the dinner dish side, homemade pasta and uh, and and pizza um, are are two that are that are taught there. So it's. Um, you know, it's a good, it's a good informal place to go if if the uh, if the west of Hong Kong Island is a bit more to your liking. And moving on to a relative newcomer, there's um, in PMQ there's the ABC Cooking Studio, and this is a great space. I've been there, and they make also bread, cake, and they do dining and cooking, which is uh, both Eastern and Western. Plenty of kids courses there. Um, check it out. ABC Cooking Studio in PMQ. Um, they also do some special Japanese 
uh, cakes and desserts, which are called uh, wangashi. And um, these are very, very ornate cakes that are often served for afternoon tea or not, not straight after a meal as dessert, but maybe later in the evening just with a cup of tea. And, uh, yeah, it's something that I haven't seen that's made in other places in Hong Kong, wagashi. So that's worth, worth, worth considering a look at their website. Um, and lastly, Noreen, um, I want to turn to something that's non-food relating and more of a, um, an appreciation of, uh, of something which is drink-related, of wine. And if you're a wine geek or a would-be wine geek, Here's a place to really polish up your knowledge through uh, monthly tastings and workshops presented by pretty high-caliber speakers. Um, the focus is on uh, understanding all things wine, really. So that's regions, the different regions of wine around the world, the varieties of grapes, the winemaking process, glass shapes, and all the rest. Um, and most of it is based on um, an expert in the field taking you through these elements while you're tasting and, and you're helped on, uh, on tasting appreciation and sharpening up your tasting skills. The school um, is called MWM Wine School and it's, it's, it was devised and launched and overseen still by one of the few masters of wine that we have here in Hong Kong um, and she is Deborah Meeberg. So she runs the... Uh, the course and quite often she's instructing so you can get taken through the different elements of what you're tasting the backgrounds of the wine the winemaking process what are the best glasses to drink it out of all of those things that you that would really give you more attention to detail when you're enjoying wine um, and um, that is in Wong Chuk Hang and there's a workshop coming up on the wines of Sonoma on July the 23rd um, and keep a watch on the MWM Wine School website for future ones. Are you familiar with Sonoma wines, Nori? No, but I've always wanted no? to know more about wines. It's, it just seems such a sophisticated thing to, to know, but I just never know well, types of wine. We, I, mean, I mean, I remember we went to the Taste of Hong Kong uh, together um, oh, yeah. with, you know, with, with, with a little group that we had. And, um, and we did try some interesting wines there. Um, there were some Spanish and Portuguese, Portuguese wines wine. that were particularly interesting. That, that was interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was an yeah. unusual. That yeah. was a really nice bottle too, the Portuguese wine, which, you know, of all. Yeah, it was. It was nicer than some of the French wines I've, I've had or Chilean. Yeah. It's, I think, I mean, the thing about, about going to a tasting uh, workshop. Is that, um, is that if you if you look at a list of upcoming events and you and you just find something interesting, it can just pick your interest. Really, it's um, it's you might, as you said, pick up a, a wine and uh, or a region of wine, and you're trying across um, a region at different types of grapes, and it's just a good way of getting a bit, you know, not to be. And it, I think these days, wine has become such a, a casual part of people's life you know there are certain beliefs that red wine has certain health properties there are lots of studies on this which uh, which do seem to uh, uh, to tie doctors together in thinking that it is a good thing and that uh, it's funny some of the uh, like Sicily and Italy and other Mediterranean countries it's part of the diet and in France of course 
was. <laughs> uh, I remember as a, as a, as a, as a French exchange student going to a Paris family um, when I was learning then O-level French. And, uh, and they, they'd be, they, you know, on the weekends, they'd be necking glasses of wine um, at lunchtime as well as dinner time, which really, uh, which I really noticed because my family wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, at that time, wine wasn't as uh, um, well drunk, I'd say, in, uh, in, in some places. Uh, uh, I'm talking about the UK. But when I came, I mean, Hong Kong in the 90s, um, there were not so many people drinking wine. Um, you know, the supermarkets had a few bottles. Now they're, uh, they're in big supermarkets. There are just so many to choose from. Uh, so no, it's to... so popular. I mean, in Australia, they've yeah. got wine clubs that you can join and then they yeah. sub- subscribe to yeah. it and they send you, you know, different combinations of wine so that you can try mm. them every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's nice. And that's and that, that, there are there are not so much clubs in that sense in Hong Kong, but institutions such as um you know this one the mwm wine school in Wong Chuk hang with a decent tasting space if you if you got serious about it um the same institution and others in hong kong can actually take you through the basic certification which is called wset wine and spirits education um certificate which um which a lot of people do i know a lot of people who are into wine and not in the industry but they do it because it's a really basic across the board understanding to take the level one wset certificate um and as uh, yeah as i mentioned there are a lot of places around hong kong so if anyone wants to better themselves in a wine knowledge that's a really basic one to do and you can go up to different levels should your interest uh become higher and higher Excellent. Wow, that sounds like a good gift to give someone as well. You know, when you're always thinking about giving somebody an experience, maybe people can, yeah. can, can gift that as a well, late Father's Day gift or, or even birthday or anniversary gifts. Yeah. Early Christmas. <laughs> Early, <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, yeah. thank you so much, um, Andrew Nabina, for your sharing once again uh, for cooking classes and wine appreciation class. Thank you very much indeed. And I'll speak to you again next week. Thank you very much. Sure. And a quick Thanks, look sorry. at the weather Bye forecast. Now.